Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dental Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Arias. And in this episode, I am speaking with Barry Bartusiak. MIT, most important thing. And so that's something that my staff, God bless them, I know they're sick of me saying it. My kids are really sick of me saying it. But if you hold on to that during your day, MIT, is the most important thing right now, me texting while I'm talking to you? Nope. Most important thing is Michael. That's the most important thing. Just staying focused on Michael, being where your feet are, right? <laughs> Just talking with Michael, everything else is extraneous. We'll get to it. Tomorrow's problems are going to be to there tomorrow. I'll get to them. But Michael's all I need to talk about right now. And whatever Michael wants, Michael's going to get right now. He's my full focus. You deserve that. You've earned it. So that's what our staff does too. We're focused on Michael. So if Sally comes in and wants to say, oh, hey, uh, while, you know, uh, our team members talking with Michael about a, a case presentation, we're not going to go, oh, yeah, I'll be, I'd love a coffee. Um, can you make it cream and sugar? And you know, I love a little cinnamon. On t- no, 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 no. <laughs> Michael, no. Does Michael want coffee? We'll go get you coffee, right? Because <laughs> you're the most important guy. You're paying for that team member's college education for their kid or, or their boat or their trip or whatever. You're the most important person. Dr. Barry Bartusiak, and he is such a great guy. Uh, if you want to go in the show notes below, look at the video. We kind of talk about his location where we're recording, and it's like a little place where he's able to, in his home, where he's able to just be calm and relax. So I'm I'm very, very happy that he invited us uh, in that little place of his home. But at the same time, um, he saw the podcast as something, you know, recording it, calming and relaxing. So I appreciate that, Barry. But this was such a wonderful episode. Barry's been a doctor in practice ownership for for a while now and he talks about many things but a lot of the things that he talks about is how to always stick to your values and then from that point on um, keep working hard at it keep working hard at your craft so we also discuss how Barry's gone against the grain a lot of the times and he lets us know some of the struggles that he's faced with that and some of the wins that he's also faced with that we also discuss how he was pre-pandemic, but how post-pandemic 2021 was the best year for him with collections, with everything, right? For his practice. And get this, he was leaner, meaning like he was more efficient. He found ways to be more efficient in his practice. He was leaner. His team was smaller during 2021, and it was the best year he's ever had. So he goes into detail about that. He lets us know why that happened how we can do better with less and so much more. He also talks to us about his uh, treatment acceptance rate, how he scaled that. I mean, he just drastically skyrocketed that, um, his acceptance rate uh, for treatment with his patients. So he lets us know exactly what he did, how he rewards his team. Um, we also discuss marketing. And I love some of his his marketing. Um, I don't even know if it's like called marketing because there's something in here you're going to realize and listen when he talks about it, when he, he he does an action, right? Like, I don't want to give it all away, but like he gives a rose to his, uh, his female patients. And it's amazing how it's not just like a marketing, I guess, strategy, but at the same time, it's like, why wouldn't you want to make someone's day? And that's the thing we kind of have to start thinking about with our patients. Like, how am I going to make their day? So anyways, Barry explains that much, much better. And then he also discusses some of the best companies he's worked with uh, throughout this uh, career. So guys, without further delay, here is Dr. Barry Bartusiak. Barry, how's it going? Great, Michael. How about yourself? It's going pretty good. Thanks for asking. If you don't mind me asking, where are you located right now? I'm located in a little town called Washington, Pennsylvania. It's uh, like a bedroom community of uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Go Steelers. (laughs) Go Steelers. (laughs) I know, man. Hopefully next year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is good. But right now, for anybody listening on the podcast, if you want to scroll down in the show notes below and look at the video, it's a beautiful view you got going on. Is this part of your practice or is this? No, I'm at a home sweet home right now. And uh, this is a, a newer addition to our humble abode and uh, just uh, lots of windows and uh, really cool when it snows. And also in the uh, summer, you know, when you have the, the leaves and the breeze and you open the windows up and peaceful place. This is where I go to, uh, to calm down. Yeah. I like exactly. that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to chill out here. 
That's nice. That's nice. So really quick, Barry, uh, tell us a little bit about your past, your present. How did you get to where you are today? Wow. Well, I tell you what, the best way to answer that is this. I remember a story, Picasso, the famous painter, <laughs> he was in a French cafe, outdoor cafe, and the lady was walking by and Picasso was having his uh, breakfast. And she said, you're Pablo Picasso. I've always admired your work. Wow, thank you. I have everything that you've done. I have uh, the books and the thing. And the, wow, I'm, I'm impressed. Thank you so much. And she said, would, would you be so gracious as to take that napkin and, and draw me something? I don't care whatever it is. So Pablo Picasso, abstract, he does his little thing. And she's amazed. And she's like, this is like museum quality, what you just gave me. She goes, I can't believe that it took you, you know, like three minutes to do that. And he goes, it took me 40 years. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. So, and, and that's me. So uh, this is uh, year 34 since out of dental school. And I'm going to be 60 in May. And so uh, it's a travel. It's a, it's a journey. And you learn each day. And you just hope they're a little bit better on Wednesday than you were on Tuesday. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So then let me ask you, when you graduated from dental school, did you immediately go into practice ownership or no? Well, what I did first... And in retrospect, which was a, just a great decision, and it wasn't a big decision then in terms of it wasn't uh, much of an option, it was a residency program, a general practice residency. And I did uh, two of those, one at the University of Miami, one at the University of Minnesota. Talk about different contrast and study in Michael. Yes. A lot easier to concentrate in Minnesota. Nothing against right here. I'm not there, but uh, <laughs> some distractions in Miami, if I may add. Yes. <laughs> So, but anyway, long story short, uh, that really prepared me because at the time, you know, this is pre-internet, um, the world was a little smaller and less connected. And so it allowed me to learn different techniques, different ways to do things, different ways to skin cats, if you will. And so it allowed me to kind of open my world a little bit as to, oh, this is the way things are done here and maybe I can do this. And so then after that, I came back to uh, the Pittsburgh area and uh, started a practice from scratch. Yeah. Why Pittsburgh? It's all. Uh, I was born here, raised here. I'm a farm boy. My, uh, my mom was a, a school teacher and dad was a farmer. Gotcha. 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 Okay. So then did you decide specifically in the location in Pittsburgh, how'd you find your location? Did you do like a demographic study beforehand or anything like that? Or no, you just said here. Michael, you are so funny. God bless you, sir. Um, <laughs> was like, wow. They have a place for rent over there. I could afford that. <laughs> and I can still have uh, ramen. Really. <laughs> that's the and, place. Yes. And then you were like, got you. Okay. No, 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 I mean, that's basically the truth. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, in fact, uh, I have to tell you that, you know, student loans are, are I'm very empathetic towards that. So uh, I put myself through school for the majority of it. And then uh, I was really smart. I married a girl who had almost the same amount of loans as me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but long story short, you know, I, I, have, uh, I have a PhD, Michael, in addition to DMD. And my PhD is in the School of Hard Knocks. And that was part of my dental journey in the School of Hard Knocks. So no, I did no demographics. No, I did, I did nothing of the sort of it was, I literally, that's what I could afford. I started out with nothing. I figured, what am I going to lose? Uh, but nothing. <laughs> I have notes to pay, of course. And then I had to beg, borrow uh, to uh, try and get money to, I had one chair, one chair. I was the only employee. Wow. This is a, a time where you use this to fill out your insurance forms. So I would do my dentistry during the day, do my insurance forms at night, lather, rinse, repeat. Wow. And that's how I got started. And then we I went from there and a doctor was going to retire. So I made the decision. I really wanted to try. I was getting, you know, pretty quick with my skills. Uh, so Michael, I said, it's time to expand and we're going to try and buy this guy's practice, which I did. And it was in the, let's call it the foot part of town and uh, a, a great story. So the practice was decorated in the 60s. It had no windows. Mm -hmm. It was in the wood and it had orange shag carpet. 
And the shag carpet was literally about six inches thick. I was just like, little kids would get lost in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Timmy's over there. Oh, I see his head. Yeah, Timmy, come on back to your point. Red, come on. <laughs> and uh, they had no windows. It had uh, that really classy wood paneling that you would see like on the side of a station wagon in the 60s. Mm-hmm. That was on there. And the equipment, the thought process was back then, you know, when you opened your practice in 1942 and you didn't update it until you sold it. Mm. Uh, there was a couple of belt-driven drills and the chairs literally had duct tape on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was unbelievable. And my, my all-time favorite story from that place was this. So it was a hot July day. I mean, broiling hot. It's about noon, no windows. This is the time, Michael, where uh, you, you were, at least in this, you know, northeast, you would wear a uh, shirt and tie with a lab jacket, white lab jacket to work. And I mean, my assistant is dabbing my forehead. It's just, I, I'm, I'm broiling. I, I already have my jacket off. I haven't opened the doors. It's just broiling. I'm like, call the air conditioning guy. You know, can you call and see what's going on? I, we, we can't practice. Air conditioning guy comes about a half hour. It's just, you know, not far, a couple blocks away. Tell him, boy, it's, he goes, my God, it's hot in here. Said, yeah, it's well. He goes, okay. He goes, uh, yours is around, out back, right? It's behind the building. I said, yeah. So he goes out back behind the building, Michael. He comes back 30 seconds later. This guy's like Einstein. He's a genius. Because I, I know what's wrong with your air conditioner. So you were out there 30 seconds. He goes, yeah, I, I know what the problem is. So well, what's the problem? He goes, you know, your air conditioner's out there. It's on that cement pad. I'm like, yeah. He goes, somebody cut the bolts and they stole it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Beginnings, Michael. Very, very humble, humble beginnings. And this was your practice. Like you owned this one? I, I bought it. I yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I bought that practice. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So very, very humble beginnings. And, you know, we, we fast forward, if you will, to today, mm-hmm. 2022. Uh, we have uh, 10 operatories. We have a tremendous team. I don't mean, I don't mean good. I mean, it's easy to tell the truth. We have efficient, proficient, and just the best hygienists, the best assistants, the best front desk people that, that I could ever ask for on the planet. And, and I mean, and they're not listening, unfortunately, I wish they were, we're, we're listening, but they are just exceptional in every facet. And that is what makes or breaks you. Young dentist, please take note. And half of the time I wonder, Hey, what did I do to deserve all that? You know, all that goodness in life, because they just make it that pleasant. Uh, I love what I do. And we have 10 ops. We, we crush it. We had a record year in 2021. We have kind of gone against the grain, Michael, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I decided I have four hobbies, Michael. Mm-hmm. So my four hobbies are Andrew, Taylor, Madison, and Brady. So I have four children. Those are my hobbies. I don't do much else than that. Now, they're 19 to 25 at this point in life, but that's my focus. So I decided when I was a young dad that I was going to get them on the bus in the morning and I was going to get them off the bus in the afternoon. I was going to be at every practice or game or help coach. I was going to be at every school activity, play, dance, recital, et cetera. <laughs> I cannot get that time back. So I made a decision at that point in time and I was lambasted, ridiculed, made fun of, told by one dental consultant, son, you might as well pick another profession because you're going to fail and you're going to fail miserably. Go find someone to buy your practice now. Because I said, I'm going to work 7.30 to 2.30, Monday through Thursday, period. And that's what we do. And we've done that way for 27 years now. And so the, the consultant wanted you to, or other people just in general, wanted you to be there from like, what, seven days, nine to five or? Uh, well, open Saturdays, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Open evenings, open weekends. Um, you are going to fail. You're going to fail miserably. I might as well just sell You might as well just. Put a for sale sign on the door now. Uh, I'm going to call some people because they're going to be interested. You have some nice equipment that you purchased now for this new office. You're working going to fail and you're going to fail this room. Good luck because you're going to need all of it that you can. Yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, more than what? When I tell people my hours today, they go, what? Yeah. 7.30 to 2.30. I'm in scrubs just for you. Uh, 7.30 <laughs> to 2.30. Monday through Friday. I'm sorry, Monday through Thursday, excuse me. 
mm-hmm. three day weekend. And we take about, we work 180 days a year. So we work about 15 days a month. Man, I bet your team loves that. I bet you they love that. We work, uh, well, I think they do. Uh, they, we have three team members that have been there for 20 years plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of six. Lean, mean, efficient. We pride ourselves on, you know, there's an old saying, and I know you know this, Michael, but people don't care how much you know. They only want to know how much you care. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever left, speaking of Picasso, nobody's ever left my practice going, did you see the margin on, on number 30 that Bartusiak did for me? And he's like, Picasso, I mean, my God, it's amazing. Now they go, they made me laugh. They treated me nice. They gave me a rose when I went, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they tell their neighbor. They don't go, oh, look, look at that. Can you see that? That's amazing. Look at that margin, how he chanted that. <laughs> hey, look at this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, his hands, they should be in bronze. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, you're right. Nobody thinks. That. So then let me ask you some uh, advice here. What if we're a startup right now Yeah. and we're struggling? Like, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm not even seeing nearly enough new patients to like, forget about breaking even. I just want to cover like my overhead, you know? So then, yeah. Th- but people are recommending, oh, it's because, you know, the hours, you got to be open a little bit later and then you got to be open on Saturday. And so now I'm thinking about it. It's like, I'm really thinking I'm, I'm going to do that for the next couple. Do you think it's smart to go down that route or? or well, not? you have to ask yourself that question and you have to hold your convictions and, and ask those questions. And I held to my convictions and I said, my family is going to be more important to me than that. So one, you know, dentistry has some dirty little secrets, right? And one of them is this, that on Saturdays, if you're open Saturdays and you're open after 2.30, we'll just say 2.30 because that's mm-hmm. when I closed. Those patients aren't grade A patients. That's the dirty little secret. Okay. So was I open on some Saturday mornings? Yep. And I learned a quick lesson. I, I was open maybe like 10 and here's what happens. So let's say, okay, it's March, right? And back East where we're at, you have a nice March Saturday. You go on to the dentist, you and your family, Gia would be like, oh, let's see. <laughs> I can't come in this morning, <laughs> right? Yeah. But they were on the golf course. Yeah, because, wow, I get to go and play golf today. First time I get to get, get the clubs out at 65 degrees. So I'm like, oh, so you can go out and have a good time with your family, but the heck with Barry. Mm. Right. So those patients, and I'm not saying all of those, well, let's use the 80-20 rule of life, and you're familiar with that, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and for our listeners, 80-20 rule of life kind of holds some uh, swag or sway, I should say. Um 80% of the time, it's true. And so about 80% of those patients, they're not grade A, meaning that, oh, you know what? I can't come to that 4.30 appointment, meaning that that's Mullen calling. Timmy's soccer game got rescheduled and she also has to take Sally with her. So you just lost three profi patients. You're 4.30, you're 5 o'clock, and you're 5.30, as an example. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to do? And she called you at 4 o'clock. Good luck. So I think if you're opening up, you have to hold strong to your convictions and you have to design your path that you're going to be happy with. Me, that was my path. And I think you have to do two things. I think the, the first thing is kindness kills mm-hmm. and people don't care how much, you know, they only know how much you care. Kindness kills, kill them with kindness. And I think you need to get the best marketing professional that you can so that you can spread that word that you're the nicest guy in town. Nicest guy in town. So right now, compared to before, obviously marketing has changed, right? Right now, today, what are you currently doing for, or let me ask you this, how many new patients are you getting a month? We get about, um, I'm looking up into the sky for a second, 43. Okay. uh, And you have how many ops? 10. 10. And then how many employees? Six. Oh, wow. You are lean and mean, right? Like, wow. Any associates or you're the only? We did Uh pre-pandemic. So I don't want to. We have 10 ops total, mm-hmm. but we mainly use six. So I don't want to give, you know, information that's accurate. We did operate out of all 10 pre-pandemic. We use six from 7.30 on to 2.30. We have overflow, use probably ops seven and eight, two to three times a day. 
One of the other things, if you're starting out a new practice, you see any emergency at any point in time. Even today, 34 years later, Mrs. Jones calls, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, seven, sorry, 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> I have a problem. I chipped the tooth, blah, blah, blah. Here's the response. What time can you get here? What do you mean what time? Well, can you come now? Now? Yeah. We'll see you now. You might have to wait a little bit, but we'll, we'll help you with your issue. You may not be able to solve it completely, but we'll help you with your issue. You good with that? They're usually stammering on the phone. What? Yeah. So you want to build new patients and, and get word out in the community like, wow, these people saw me right. Yeah, even during a pandemic. Yep. There isn't one answer, you know, Michael, and I know you know this because you're a very bright young man. It's like a football game. I love football because there's 11 people on each side. And 11 people, Michael, have to be doing their job because if one person doesn't do it, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so one guy misses that block, quarterback gets sacked. We're not making any yards. We're losing yards. We're not going forward. So it isn't one thing. It's the combination of all those things. You take dental practices and you develop inside and out. If you look at dental practices, everybody gets the big stuff, right? So you look at a website, okay? And, and you know all of this, obviously. You look at a website and, and what do you see? Almost every website is similar. You see some smiling faces. That's the best dentist around. You love Dr. So-and-so. You know, you never hear about Dr. SOB or Dr. Yeah. Or Schlepprock or Dr. Edward Scissorshands or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right. You never hear about that guy. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's the greatest. She's the greatest. She walks in water. Okay. But, and that's part of it. But you have to make yourself what? Unique and different. Unique and different cells. And guess what? Prophet Michael is not a four-letter word. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> profit is not a four-letter word. And so, yeah, we're here to make a profit. If they make groceries free, I'll work for nothing. They don't. They don't make college free. Not free. <laughs> so you combine all those things, those little things, inch by inch, it's a cinch, yard by yard, it's hard. So if we just go little things, little things, little things, add this. Um, as an example, you know marketing left and right. So Sunday night. I go and I get four dozen roses of various colors. Bring them in Monday morning. Every female patient that comes into the practice leaves with a rose. Thanks, Mrs. Jones. Great seeing you. You have a wonderful day today. I like that. What do they say? Silent tear, big smile. I'm going to take this to work. You know that one you gave me last week when I was here for my checkup? Because she came in for a fellow. It's still great. It's sitting on my desk at work. Everybody keeps asking me, who's your doctor? He only gives me a bill. You're, you're, your doctor gives you a rose. Ah, uh -huh, that's smart. That's really good. I like that. The, the, and it, they might even think like, you know what? I, nobody ever gives me flowers. Right. Well, you know what? It kind of started from that. <laughs> so it was a Valentine's Day many, many years ago. And I thought, no, I'm going to give off flowers for Valentine's Day. And I've been doing this for 25 years, I guess, or more. So it was Valentine's Day, Michael. And I was giving out some roses, red roses. And there was an older lady. And there wasn't a, a, just a single tear and she hugged me and she started to cry. And I mean, cry and she's hugging me and I mean, she's like a hold. I get choked up talking about it. Her husband had passed and uh, that was her first Valentine's Day without him after 55 years. Yeah. And that touched her so deep. And I thought, wow, I made somebody's day. I'm going to start doing this all the time. And that's what I started doing it. And so I thought, oh, I made that person's day. When you get a chance in life to make somebody else's day, especially a dentist, what do they come in and say? Nothing personal, doctor. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, that's so that's so great. Like I, I like I like the fact that uh, not only are you making their day, but you're leaving an impression. You know what I mean? Throughout that whole time, yeah, and it's really really good. So then you're getting about forty plus new patients a month. Yeah, um, you are the now. It's interesting you say. Pre-pandemic, you were, you had associates and at the same time you were, uh, had more ops running, but 2021 was the best year you've ever had. That's the best year. So that means you were leaner. What happened? That's a great question. And you look in the rearview mirror and you say, how did we do that? How did we do better with less? And sometimes less is more. So there are little formulas that you need to kind of have as guidelines. And the guidelines would be for every employee, you should be doing roughly about twenty to $25,000 in collections. 
And remember, not production, collections. Can't buy groceries with production money. So we exceeded that drastically, not just a little. So maybe we rose to the occasion. Maybe we pushed ourselves. We didn't work any more days. I can tell you that we worked 180 days. So we stayed true to that. We didn't work any more hours. I think also part of it was the pandemic. And you'll understand what I'm saying. We did more cosmetic cases, masks, Michael. Yeah. Big driver. Yeah. So we had a lot of people um, asking for dentistry. Now, our case presentation has always been strong. And so uh, that has been truly part of the, the puzzle. One of those little things that means so much. So let me kind of dive into that for a second. I, I know you asked a specific question. I'm going to go over here. Maybe that does answer your question. Mm -hmm. So the uh, average case presentation across the United States, Michael, is roughly about 35%. Some people even tell you maybe 37. <laughs> and of course, what gets measured gets managed. So for roughly about the last four to six years, uh, we started tracking that. And I set a baseline for our uh, practice. Yeah. Maybe I went a little high on, the, on that. Yeah. It was. And I said, okay, hey team, this is where we need to be and we need to exceed that, okay? And you will see rewards from that, but this is where we we're at and this is where we need to extend ourselves from. I'm like, okay, all right, let's do this. So our case presentation uh, for this month, I just checked it, is 89%. 89? 89. And the average is what? 35. Wow. So... We're going to have to get into this. We're going to have to break it down. I'll tell you all about that. How did this happen? What, what was the benchmark that you decided to let your team know we're going to have to try and do this a little bit above? What rewards did you like, let them know they were going to get? How did you see the, their demeanor and everything else change? And at the same time, after, were you like, why weren't y'all doing this before? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are correct, Michael. Yes. So I picked the number 74 as the benchmark. 74, okay. Yes, 74. So one more quick thing, and I will answer all these questions. So don't invent genius, copy it. Henry Ford taught us that. I'm big on that. Don't invent genius, copy it. So all of our fees end in 1479. Because in retail, what do you buy? If you go to buy something, it's 3499. You go to buy something, it's $37. And why is that? Well, $40 sounds like, well, Michael just said, well, it's about $40, Barry, that piece of paper there, right? Yeah. He pulled that figure out of his room. 34 sounds like, wow, put a lot of thought into that. And that's the exact cost. And also retail taught us this. The four numbers people most forget are one, four, seven, nine. So when you present that fee to somebody, they go, oh. $1,341. Yeah. Okay. But if you say it's 1300 bucks, which sounds more appealing, right? Yeah. So little things, part of the puzzle, right? So one, four, seven, and nine. So to answer your question, the most important part about case presentation is this, have the doctor get the heck out of the way. One more time, have the doctor get the heck out of the way. So as an example, I'll walk you through it. So <laughs> Michael comes in for hygiene. Michael says, you know, I'm having a little problem over here. Could you check on that? Okay. Say, all right. Um, our hygienist said that you need this, blah, blah, blah. Um, Michael, you're going to need a crown on tooth number 30. You're very fortunate. Tooth is, at this point doesn't show any signs of infection. You're going to need to come back to see us and we'll take care of it. And then when Michael says, how much is that going to cost? Or how much is my insurance going to cover, Doc? You go, you know what? We have some great ladies at the front and they're going to take care of that for you. Okay, Michael, do you have any other dental questions for me? Uh, no, the kid's good, doc. Yeah, everybody's happy and healthy. We're, we're great. Yeah, just got back from Disney World. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, see you, doc. I'll see you next week. So then we send them up to the front and these young ladies take care of it. And they use, they use these. They're here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I am uh, of Ukrainian descent. So both sets of grandparents, yes, uh, Ukraine. So both sets of grandparents came from two small villages about 15 miles apart from the Ukraine. And my, my, my grandmother Bartusiak was about four foot nothing, weighed a hundred nothing. 
lived to be 103. And I remember her wagging her finger in front of my face like this. She said, Batty, in a broken English, Batty, listen to me. God gives you two ears, two eyes, one mouth. You, you use it in proportion. You hear me, boy. Uh, that's good. I like that. Isn't that strong? That's super strong. Yeah. yeah. Here, you know, all these years later, that sticks with me. And a lot of wisdom from some lady who only finished third grade. You know, spoke seven yeah. languages. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we listen. And Michael wants to tell his story. You know, I, I was out with my buddies and I was eating this. We had maybe a couple of beers and then, you know, this chicken wing and this chicken wing bone over here. And then the next thing I know, I break a tooth. And here I am. And he wants to tell his story. We let him tell his story. And then the young lady said, well, Michael, you know, while you were telling me your story, I looked up your insurance information, et cetera. 65% insured, 35% non-insured is our practice. And here's what we have for you. Let's take a look at this together. And we don't sit across from each other. We sit next to each other <laughs> because we're a team, right? And so Michael would be sitting right in front of the computer. Okay. No secrets. Everything's open. My staff knows all of our numbers as an example. And so Michael's going to look and say, okay, yeah, I see it's 35. Okay. Salmono, uh, about 500. Yep. Okay. So what does McDonald's do? Don't invent genius copy it. McDonald's has people at the front who do what, Michael? They take your order and they take your what? Money. Money. Before you get your what? Food. Big Mac. Yeah. Right. Right. So many dentists go, here's your Big Mac. Paint me when you can. See ya. Mm-hmm. Right. Can't repo a crown. So, Michael, this is what we're going to do. Uh, we have some options for you. If, you know, that's a chunk that you can't handle. We can do care credit. We're not going to be the, can I make payments? Sure. To care credit, not the Barry bank. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I tried to be the nice guy way back when. And when Mrs. Jones said, can I make payments? Big puppy dog eyes. Sure. Mrs. Jones. I didn't know that her idea of payments, Michael, were a dollar a month for the past 16 years. <laughs> but that was her idea of payment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Still get that dollar every month. <laughs> God bless you. So that's what we, I get out of the way. I am the least important part of the uh, puzzle in terms of case presentation. I just tell them what they need, answer dental questions, and I get out. And that's the most important thing. So segue, MIT, most important thing. And so that's something that my staff, God bless them, I know they're sick of me saying it. My kids are really sick of me saying it. But if you hold on to that during your day, MIT, is the most important thing right now, me texting while I'm talking to you? Nope. Most important thing is Michael. That's the most important thing. Just staying focused on Michael. Being where your feet are, right? <laughs> Just talking with Michael. Everything else is extraneous. We'll get to it. Tomorrow's problems are going to be there tomorrow. I'll get to them. But Michael's all I need to talk about right now. And whatever Michael wants, Michael's going to get right now. He's my full focus. You deserve that. You've earned it. So that's what our staff does too. We're focused on Michael. So if Sally comes in and wants to say, oh, hey, uh, while, you know, uh, our team members talking with Michael about a, a case presentation, we're not going to go, oh, yeah, I'll be, I'd love a coffee. Um, can you make it cream and sugar? And you know, I love a little cinnamon. Oil? No, 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 no. <laughs> Michael, no. Does Michael want coffee? We'll go get you coffee, right? Because <laughs> you're the most important guy. You're paying for that team members, college education for their kid or, or their boat or their trip or whatever. You're the most important person. I like that. MIT, most important thing right now. Huh. Okay, so that's basic. And then, so what are the rewards that you were giving your team when it came to like, okay, we surpassed the goal. Yeah. What happens now? Right. So um, it's twofold. So one is uh, we have a base for our monthly collections. So obviously the higher the case presentation, what happens, Michael? Collections go up. So that's one way they get it. Then the second part is this, if we surpass 74%, then they get X percent. goes up. Basically, that's it. And then you get a reward. They share it equally because we can't pinpoint whether, you know what, our patient just loves our assistant um, and, you know, Cindy's the most important person to them. And so Cindy told them they needed a, a bridge or an implant or whatever it may be, then they're going to do it. So why I'm the least important person is, is because I'm the big bad doctor. So think for a second. How many doctors have heard this? 
Oh, I paid for your kids' college education, didn't I, doctor? Oh, you took your kids to Disney World, USOP. I paid for it. Oh, that big Escalade outside. Yep, paid for that. Yeah, you enjoyed that, doc? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm the editor, right? So the good guys in the practice are the assistants, the hygienists, the front desk people. They have nothing to gain. So they have nothing to gain. So therefore, if they say, Michael, you need this. And we're telling the truth. We show them we have digital this. We have every latest and greatest, I can assure you. We're, we're high tech, high touch. And so all of that stuff is very important because you want to be seen a perceived perception is reality. You want to be perceived as the high touch dentist of town. And so Mrs. Jones can see what we're doing and, and we're not presenting treatment that is not necessary. And so we're presenting it and they're accepting it because they like us. And I have little to do with it except diagnosing. We call it the presidential thing or the Mickey thing. What does Mickey Mouse do at, at Disney World? That's me. I smile and wave a lot and I get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, man, that's interesting. Okay, so then the rewards is basically cash, right? Yep. More than anything, right? And yep. then I know we spoke about high tech right now. You want to be known as a high tech, high touch. When it comes to like the best companies and worst companies with that, yeah. what have been some of the best companies you worked with when it comes to high tech? So I partner with those companies, meaning that I send our vendors goodies. You know how when uh, a special sends you goodies at, at Christmas time or <laughs> maybe Thanksgiving, it'll send you. I send our vendors goodies because they are part of our success. And gee, do you think that like when our compressor might go down, that we might just be at the top of the list? It works. It's about being nice, kind. And so making their day a little bit, making them feel appreciated, making them um, feel wanted and needed. Uh, we work with some great, great, great vendors. Speaking of high tech and high touch, um, SOTA, S-O-T-A, uh, that's who we have for our sensors and our individual cameras. They're just top shelves. We use something called the wand also known as single tooth anesthesia by Milestone Scientific, absolutely top shelf. Um, we use Danby Labs. You talk about disruption of technology. You know how Uber has disrupted the taxi cab life? Uh, I mean, you were in a taxi in your life, I, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it was dirty, smelly. You got no service. You got sneered at, right? Nobody cared. And then Uber comes along and like, these guys, what? And now you're in a clean car. And somebody greets you by name and they pick you up wherever they tell you we're going to be there in four minutes, Michael, right? How <laughs> they tell you how much it's going to be and when you're going to get there. How about that? And so you talk about disruption of the dental industry. That's dandy. Dandy Labs is just, they are crushing it. So you get a free, wait, one more time, you get a free, if it's free, it's me. You get a free scanner from them. A, that's unbelievable. B, it just makes you so much more efficient, proficient. And if I had to pay anything for it, I would tell my accountant to put it under marketing. I would put the dandy expense under marketing instead of lab. You know why? Every time we use it, and we've used it hundreds of times, patients go and it's a color scan. It's a trio scanner and they look at it. And then you know what they do, Michael? They take this thing out and they take a picture and text it to their friends. Look at what Dr. Barry's doing for my teeth. This is the latest and greatest. Look at what I'm getting. Does your doctor do this? What's the number? Hey, so really quick, you heard Barry just speak about how amazing Dandy is. And I wanted to let you know really quick that this episode is brought to you by Dandy Labs. And Dandy is a full service, fully digital dental lab based in the US. And with Dandy, you get everything you need to take your practice digital. I mean, they offer an entire range of services and products like crowns and bridges, implants and surgical guides, partial and full dentures, night guards and custom clear aligners, and more. And as you heard in this episode, uh, this has helped Barry not just with his lab cases, but with his marketing. So his patients absolutely love it and his case deliveries are a lot faster, there's way less remakes, and he's saving a lot more time and money. Actually, on average, practices that use Dandy see 30,000 saved up front, 
That's $30,000 just saved up front, then 76% faster delivery and 89% reduction in remakes. That's amazing. And you can find out more about Dandy by going to meetdandy.com. That's M-E-E-T-D-A-N-D-Y.com forward slash TDM. And if you decide to try Dandy out and use that link, then you'll get a free three shape trio scanner, guys. You'll get a free scanner and you'll get $250 in lab credit. So just go to meetdandy.com forward slash TDM or click the first link in the show notes below to find out more. All right, let's get back to the episode. What were you using before, Dandy? Impression material. Now, sometimes we're still using impression material. Absolutely. But I have to tell you, I am one of the worst gaggers on the planet. I am. It's terrible. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I talk about gagging and I start to gag. I'm that bad. And the staff was like, you take vitamins on it. No. It's not ready for breakfast. Then take it on. No way. So, yeah, I'm the worst gagger on the planet. So impressions, I dread, I dread, I dread them, whether it's just for, you know, this, that, or the other. And a scan, easy peasy. So when you're having a new patient and they're like, man, you're going to use that stuff on me, all that. Nope. We're going to do this. What? Yeah. We're going to take pictures of your teeth. You have to do that. So big help there. The fit is tremendous. Patients love, not like they love when you put a crown in, Michael, and there is no adjustments. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not talking about front tooth per se. Remember, the dental lottery numbers are this, Michael. 3, 14, 19, and 30. 3, 14, 19, and 30. Those are your four first molars. Those are the four teeth in your life as a doctor that you're going to take care of, whether they're there or they're missing. Those are your dental lottery numbers. Okay? Okay. So you're working on 3, 14, 19, or 30. Whether they're there or they're missing, that's basically, that's 80% of your day. If you think about it, every doctor who's listening, they're going to look at their schedule and they're going, that guy might be right. Yeah. So I like to put in a crown and drop it in, mm-hmm. margins are sealed, et cetera. And when they bite down, here's what they're expecting. And when you go, how's that feel, Mrs. Jones? And they're like, it's supposed to be high. When I got a, a crown done by, you know, Dr. Smith, I like that. I love that. How's that feel? Feels great. Well, and, it, and it's not flat. They're rubbing their tongue on it. And they, there's like ridges on it. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to feel. It's like teeth. Yeah. Let me see in the mirror. It's like a tooth. And that's what Danny does. That makes me look good. I love when other people make me look good. Yeah. That's great. I, I can screw up pretty royally, let me tell you. So I love it when people make me look good. Two thumbs up for that. What's the, the marketing aspect for me? as well as making me look good crown-wise. I mean, it does a fabulous job, don't get me wrong. But scanners are scanners. But I have it for free. Michael, if you do eight crowns a month, it's free. Yeah. What would you say is the turnaround time? I got to tell you, it is absolutely amazing. Michael, roughly the turnaround time is about four or five business days or less. So A, a lot quicker, no shipping issues to and from. I mean, it is just... It has been remarkable. I am extraordinarily pleased and we do a lot of units per month. And so for me to be very pleased and don't get me wrong, I talk about, you know, a lot of things that are kind of over here in this pile in terms of practice management and and marketing. I take my dentistry very seriously. I want to sleep really good at night. I've taken over 2,500 hours of CE. I'm a fellow of academy dentistry, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've taught 550 classes, the whole nine yards. I'm a I'm a dental nerd. So that's very important to me. But I do that for me because Mrs. Jones doesn't know if that's a good margin or not. I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hold my feet to the fire because I'm going to sleep good at night and I want to feel good with my relationship to the big dentist in the sky. So that's very important to me. So when that, when that crown fits well and there's no adjustment to it, man, that's a touchdown. I'm happy internally. Mrs. Jones is happy. And guess what? If Mrs. Jones is happy, and if she breaks a tooth next year, she's going to be like, oh, it's just a crown. That's no big deal. Yeah. Can you do it today? I get that a lot. Can you just do it today? Yeah. Because it's not that hard. That's true. And I hear that. I hear that Dandy's giving everybody a free scanner, right? When they yeah. tap at them. Exactly. Right. That's amazing. That is. 
Yeah. So it's kind of like a, like a no brainer, but awesome, man. I appreciate that. And so then throughout this process, Barry, one of the last questions I wanted to ask you is from the moment you decided, you know what, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to, from the, actually from the moment, let's rewind a little bit before your air conditioner got stolen, right? Until <laughs> all the way <laughs> right now today. Yeah. What has been some of the biggest pitfalls or struggles that you've encountered? Wow. Um, goodness. Well, Michael, um, it's March. Um, I'm going to keep you here till December. So, uh, <laughs> roll tape. Uh, well, uh, you have to surround yourself with great teammates and that's a process and you're going to have good. You're going to have great. You have some that you thought were good. You're going to have some that move You have some that have kids. Um, and you're going to have to replace. We've been very fortunate over the years to have some very good ones, but you'll get fooled sometimes. So it's a process. That's a big part of it. You have to decide to not be the bank and get burned. So nice is good, but you have to draw lines because you have to eat too. You need to find vendors that you work with and you work well with and you have relationships with. I think the most important thing, and you talk about pitfalls, is you have to have relationships and you have to develop those relationships and continue. It's just like your friends, you know, you have to stay in touch and, and continue to develop those bonds and those uh, work at it, right? Kind of work at it a little bit, right? And extend yourself. And if you don't, then those are, those are pitfalls. And obviously there's lots of details behind all of that, but it doesn't matter where you practice. You can be a success. My son uh, is uh, in Manhattan, as an example. And so the dentist uh, the, that he gets his teeth cleaned up there with, uh, there's 22 dentists on one floor of this large building, 22 on one floor. And he goes, that, he goes like, yeah, on one floor. I have 27 dentists within three square miles of where I practice. And there's only 50,000 people in the town. So a lot of competition where I'm at. So whether in, you know, you're in rural Kansas or you're Manhattan or where I'm at, there's always going to be competition. Bring it on. You have to be unique and different and stand out. And so there's going to be pitfalls and pratfalls along the way. Uh, you just have to be able to have that inner strength to stand up to them. Know that every day is going to have some. We had a bad Monday last week. Hmm. And uh, yeah, we had a bad Monday. Well, why did we have a bad Monday? Um, I, I, I'm going to exclude myself from that. Our teammates had a bad Monday. And, and they're, they, they learn something from me. And they're like, okay, why at the end of the day, you only want one smile and we're all grouchy. Well, it's called perception. So we were out the week before on vacation. And it wasn't because I was so happy because I went to Disney World and, you know, stood in line and all that. So, no, <laughs> because I know that every day we're going to have two problems, whether I'm there or not. So when we come back on Monday, I'm going to have last week's problems plus the two problems on Monday. So I'm going to have about 10 problems ahead of me that day. This didn't get shipped. That didn't come in. That's broken. Mrs. Jones is haunted off, whether real or imagined. All of those things. Ah, so like, so you mentally prepared yourself. Yes. Because that's just how life works. And they thought, what did you tell me that before? I'm like, don't yell at me. I'm a pleaser. I'm a pleaser. I'm a pleaser. Don't yell at me. That's good though. Perception, insight, right? Have that, have that in mind. Know that you're in for a rough game. You're in for a rough game. You're going to play the skills. It's going to be a physical game, right? That's kind of the general gist of it. You're, you're going to get slot knocked out. You might win or lose, but you're going to get, you're going to know you're in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to play tough, right? That's sort of our trademark. And so that Monday, it's just going to, hey, we're going to buckle the chin straps up. Let's go. It's going to be a tough day. Let's go. Gotcha. Yeah. And tomorrow's another day. Sun's going to come up. Yeah. That's good though. I feel like you need someone like that, like you on, on their team who imagine, imagine Barry, if everybody that day, including yourself was like, you know what? Yeah. This day did suck guys. It sucked. You know what I mean? And then. Everybody would have been like, well, I know it did because of it, right? Wouldn't it be like that? Right. That's right. So we really do need someone on the other end kind of saying like, well, you know, with that experience or, or that, in, or just 
prepping for that, for that. Exactly. Right. Right. It's, I am nobody special. And I mean that very sincerely. Um, I put my pants on the same way everybody else does. Um, these are just things that I picked up along the way because I want to enjoy my life. It's a short ride. We're very fortunate, all of us to have what we have. I'm very grateful for what I have. And I just want to maximize that. And that's what I encourage our listeners to do. You know, we can focus on our problems or we can focus on our good things. Yeah. And man, I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Yeah. You look at that and you go, yeah, it's our. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome, Barry. So Barry, thank you so much for being with us. It was a pleasure. But before we say goodbye, can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you if they have any questions or concerns? Oh, absolutely. I'll give out my uh, private email and my private cell phone. That's my pleasure. Um, usually if you text me during the day, uh, I will respond. It, it's just that I might be with a patient. So kindly uh, give me a little bit of leeway on that. Uh, but I, I will be more than happy to uh, reach back out to you. Sure. So my private cell is 724-255-1115. And my private email is D-R-T-U-S-E at gmail.com. Gotcha. So guys, that's all going to be in the show notes below too as well. So if you guys want to go in the show notes below and then uh, look out for that and then reach out to Barry. And Barry, thank you so much for being with us. It was a pleasure and we'll hear from you soon. Michael, it's my pleasure. I thank you so much for the opportunity. I look forward to talking with you again. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode. And Barry, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. We truly appreciate your insights, your advice and everything like that. Guys, if you have any questions or concerns for Barry, uh, you can definitely go in the show notes below reach out to him there, or you can join the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group that's also going to be in the show notes below. And don't forget, guys, as the Dental Marketer listener, you, this episode is brought to you by Dandy Labs. And remember, Dandy is a full-service, fully digital dental lab based in the U.S. And like I said, they offer an entire suite of products, right? An entire range of them, crowns and bridges, implants and surgical guides, partial and full dentures, night guards and custom clear aligners. But remember, with Dandy... You get everything you need to take your practice digital. So you're going to get a top-of-the-line intraoral scanner for free, by the way. Then you also get one-on-one -on -one training, right, with continuing education credits. You're going to get unparalleled support and access to the Dandy portal. And since you're a listener of this podcast, they're also giving you a $250 lab credit. So you get everything you need to take your practice digital. And as you heard in this episode, Barry loves Dandy, and you heard how it helped his practice. So you can find out more about Dandy by going to meetdandy.com forward slash TDM. And remember, if you decide to try Dandy out and use that link, then you will get a free three-shaped trio scanner. Guys, that's a free intraoral scanner. You're already saving over $20,000 just with that alone. And you'll get $250 in lab credit. So guys, just go to meetdandy.com forward slash TDM, or you can go in the in the show notes below and it's going to be the first link in the show notes below click it and you can find out more that's going to do it for this episode and as always thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast it means the world to me and i'll talk to you in the next episode